Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Product and Cake. Today in the virtual recording studio with me is Paul. Hi, Paul. How you doing? Hey, Gonchen. I'm good. How are you today? I'm good, but I also have a more important question or basically our checking question for today is now that we're at almost at the end of the year, it's somewhat the festive season for a lot of our listeners. I want to ask you, what are your family traditions this time of the year? That's an excellent question. And thank you for asking. <clears throat> if you if you put that in a super diverse team, <clears throat> the answers will also be very interesting. Yeah. Um, for my family, it's a thing we call it um, Grusel. So that means mm -hmm. scary. And the thing is, <laughs> you you take something from from your place you don't want to have anymore something you you can't throw away but you don't want to have it anymore and as more ugly as better and then you wrap it really really beautiful and then all this beautiful presents come in the middle of the table we set a timer to around 15 minutes and then we have a, a dice and if you if you get a six you are allowed to unwrap one of these packages or to steal something from someone else that is already unwrapped. So that brings 15 minutes of total craziness in every <laughs> calm um, holiday. And it's working very well because there's always something more one, two or three people want to have. And then oh, really? they're starting a fight and this is super, super funny. Interesting. And how many people are around this table? Is it just like your family, like four or five people? Or is it the extended family also? Because I assume if everyone takes the things from the home already, then you all live in the same place. It would be a little bit weird. Yeah, no, that is obviously not that funny. Um, but you can do it in basically every family round. I did it with five people, but I also did it once as a team event with around 20 oh. people. That was also super funny. And also was in one Christmas celebration with the extended family. We were around 50, I think. And oh, wow. uh, we had three dices and it was just totally, totally chaos. But then it's dangerous for the one who's um, hosting the party because there's one more super important role, rule. Whatever you get, you need to take home. It's not allowed to hide these <laughs> ugly things in the place of the host <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Imagine. I, I, I'm not sure if this is the same or not, but I recently learned about another similar thing. Um, I probably will pronounce it wrong, but it's um, Schrotwichteln. Yeah, Schrotwichteln, exactly. Schrotwichteln. Yeah. Yeah. I think our tradition adds the, the dice to it and the yeah. time pressure. But yeah, <laughs> the, beside that, it's close. Ah, nice, nice. What is your yeah, family that... tradition, Gonchen? Um, so we don't necessarily celebrate um, Christmas because I'm not Christian and I don't. I celebrate it because I celebrate everything. I, it's fun. Why not to celebrate it? But it is not a family tradition. It is just because I um, live in Germany. And it's everywhere around me that I'm very happy to celebrate it with friends and family of my friends. But um, at almost the same time, actually tomorrow night, it's one of the most important and one of the most favorite holidays of mine. 
uh, which is called Yalda. <laughs> and I'm from Iran, so it's a Persian ter- tradition. And it's we are celebrating the longest night of the year. Ah, and wow. it is super fun. You need to drink red wine, read poetry, turn on candles, and just have a good time. Um, you usually wear something red, and you usually stay up the whole night just talking, chatting, storytelling, and it is such a sweet and beautiful uh, holiday for me. So I, I really love it, and I'm really looking forward to uh, read some poetry tomorrow night. Nice, that sounds fantastic. And yes. are you doing it with your family or what, more with friends? Both. So right now in Berlin, I don't have any family member. So I do it more with friends. I just give a call to my parents and some of my family members just to say, happy Alta, how are you doing? Da, da, da. Uh, but uh, right now I do it with friends and my loved ones. Yes, it is really fun. Awesome. I And what I really like about it is not is that it's not necessarily tied to a specific religion, so anyone can enjoy it. It is more tied to um, the universe, so to say. So it is tied to, it is in fact the longest night of the year. It is in fact the uh, uh, winter solstice. In the Western Hemisphere, right? Yeah. So half of the universe. <laughs> the other half, it's the uh, longest day. day of the year. Yeah. yeah. True. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a very good tradition. And I'm happy that you like the crazy Christmas overwhelming stuff here. Because I think if you don't like it, and you don't want to have it, it is hard to escape that nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. And, um, but I think for a lot of us, this time of the year, marks the time of closing some chapters, and opening some new ones. It is tied to the Western calendar as well, that the new year starts. So a lot of closure will happen at this time of the year. Yeah, that's true. And it is obvious the time of the year. And I think that is a very good topic, right? To to take a little bit a look into how a product and tech team can can close one chapter and open a new one. But I want to add one more thing up front. I mean, at the moment, everyone is doing this year review and this uh, mm. transition into the new phase and so on. But I think it's very worth to think about if you really need to have this year to change to do that. Or isn't it basically possible in every given day to say, hey, this is now one chapter and we start a new one because you don't need to wait until the year is over, right? If you want to change something, do it right now. But yeah, exactly. let's keep that for another episode. Um, is it what, what chapter could be closed? If you think on a some just random product and tech team, is there any situation that comes to your mind? Yeah, so a lot of things can happen. Um, first of all, personally, right now, my team is changing. So I am saying goodbye to the team and to the product that I worked with in the past three years. And for me personally, it is very emotional. Uh, also, just to mention, I'm not leaving the company. I'm within the same company. It's just uh, that I'm moving from one angle to the other corner of the company. Good luck for the company. Yeah. If, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm still there. Um, but it is quite emotional to say goodbye to all the things that we've built. And um, at the same time, I'm really looking forward to the new challenges. Uh, but besides that, besides this specific case that you either are changing your team, your product is changing, or even you're changing the company, it might be simply that the fiscal year for your product or company is changing. And for that, you need to close a lot of the open uh, loops. On top of that, you usually, because there is a bigger holiday, a lot of people take holiday, there is going to be a code freeze in a lot of companies. And for that, you also need to make sure you have you do not have a lot of loose ends um, lying around when no one is and there to take care of it. So these are some of the things that comes to my mind. And what was maybe for you the best closing of a chapter? What are you expecting from it, or what? A, maybe we can talk about what is a good closing and what is a bad one. Oh, that's, that's a hard question. Um, I'm not sure if there is a good and a bad one. I think it is very dependent on the scenario. So I don't think yet you can say this is the correct way to close something. Um, there are certain factors that makes it positive or a negative experience for everyone involved. But I think per case, it is important to have a different way of closing it. Like if your team is the same, your company is the same, everything is the same, but the fiscal year is changing, then it is you need to treat it very differently than if you're leaving the company completely. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're leaving the company, you need to create a proper handover for the next one that takes it. You need to create a... Uh, you need to train the person that is taking your role. You need to make sure that everything that you were doing is going to be taken care of by someone else. But if you are just changing um, the calculations of the revenue of this year versus next year, you don't necessarily need to do that. And if you do that, you are you have wasted some time. Yes, it is good to document things in general, but over documentation that will definitely uh, be out of date within a few weeks is not necessarily the best way to spend your time when it is so limited. I agree. I want to talk about these chapters. You choose yourself more or less, or that comes from the company. Because if someone is leaving or um, the fiscal year is changing, then this is always outside input, right? You can't do uh, much about that. But if we say, hey, this team now gets a new task or the team members are split around the company, whatever, then this comes somehow from, from a decision, right? That we're taken somewhere. And for me, the, the most important factor that turns a chapter into a negative experience is if this decision is not clearly communicated or is not deeply explained why this is now necessary right for me nothing more worse than leaving the people after closing a chapter frustrated and unsatisfied back and say 
good luck on your next chapter and maybe it becomes better this is something how never a chapter should end yeah yeah i completely agree closing a chapter and opening a new one is a form of change and any form of change in an organization no matter the size needs change management to make sure that it is a successful one and making sure that everyone understands why this chapter needs to be closed is one of the most important factors of that and on top of that i would say there are a couple of experience making things that I would add to my checklist. And one is to make sure that everyone in this process is seen and valued uh, and appreciated to some extent. So I think we both had almost at the same time, the same idea about our closing the chapter. But do you want to share uh, something that uh, we've done in the past and we repeated recently? Yeah, at least I learned it in, when we worked together in a team and it was close turn the page event. It was called turn the page event and it has a, an um, exercise where we had envelopes on Miro, on a Miro board and we were asked to add notes to all of all team members on being thankful on expressing expressing uh, gratitude and or just say some nice words less 360 degree feedback and more appreciation and thankfulness and then you can you can take some time and open your envelope and you find a lot of nice messages inside and that was something I really enjoyed back in the days. And that is something I just did in my current team. And yeah, it worked very, very well. And I thought I'm super special, but then I saw your Miro board. <laughs> and how, how was that experience for you? Yeah, so this the last time I checked the Miro board when we did it together, and it was done maybe for six, seven people. And it was an amazing experience. To be honest, I also took a screenshot of the items on that Myra board and Same. from time to time, <laughs> from time to time when I feel low or when I feel I cannot do something, I just go read all of those nice comments that people gave me, uh, which to be honest, they were not forced to give me any nice feedback and it was very genuine and I felt that because I also wrote very genuine feedback and comments, not feedback, but just very heartfelt comments to the rest of my team. And... It was really beautiful and I kept looking at it. So I thought maybe do it again with the team. And this time we did it with 120 people. <laughs> it was a very bigger Miro <laughs> than the time before. Um, but still, I, I opened my envelope and so many beautiful messages. And I am... I'm just speechless and I really hope everyone else in the team who opened their um, envelope also felt the same. I, I got already a couple of feedbacks from people that opened their envelope that it was really nice and they will do it in the, their future teams as well. And I really like that ripple effect as well that people will take it and repeat it. I did it in our weekly and I, I prepared the Miro board and then I said, okay, let's take a half an hour and we just think about the last month or the last year and throw in your, our feedback. Did you do it asynchronously or did you had an all hands with everyone? Yeah, we, we announced it in the all hands. 
And we sent a couple of reminders in the Slack uh, to make sure that people will have the chance. And we gave about a week in between from the time that people will uh, have the time to write it and the time that they will um, they can go and read it. Uh, for sure, if they wanted to read in the middle, it is also okay. Um, but we had a um, meeting at the end of the year party or end of the year um, meeting that we've had and some people read it during that event and it was really nice. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, appreciation after or just before closing a chapter is a super important thing and I really can recommend it to do it together with giving an outlook into what is coming, right? And why these things are happening. Yeah, exactly. And appreciation is, uh, as you said, it's a little bit of a backward looking that you look at what happened previously and you appreciate people um, for it. But also it is important when we are closing a chapter, again, it is a change that is happening. And a lot of people might feel frustrated, might not necessarily be agreeing with the change that is coming. And that is the important part that comes in to make sure that everyone understands why uh, this change is happening, why it is a good good idea to do it, and why now this is a good idea to do it. And at the same time, to make sure that they are feeling heard and their frustrations, their concerns, etc., they're being heard. They are their efforts and work is being seen and it is being valued. They are a valued member of this change and this new chapter that is being opened. Yeah. And so all of this together can make sure that we will have a successful turn over the page uh, moment. Yeah, and I think it is super valuable to get out of your comfort zone and talk to some people upfront, depending on the size of the chapter maybe, but it is so important to get some real world feedback from someone who was not in all the management meetings and in all the decision rounds and saw all the slides um, to make your message clear, right? And to fulfill all the, the factors you just listed um, to make sure that is heard. Because if you yourself is really working hard on something a long, long time, then it's sometimes difficult to get into another mind and realize what they know and what they don't know and how the words should be put together to make sure they, they get it. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point. And uh, I would say also a good closing <laughs> notes on this topic. And we can close it here Let's, and open the new chapter right. next year <laughs> next year next chapter next season we prepared already some super great things that are that are coming so stay tuned and recommend this episode to someone who is who have the challenge to introduce some bigger change into their teams or into their organization someone who wants to change now everything um Maybe this icing on the cake gives him or her a good impression and good inspiration. Yeah, exactly. And I hope uh, if you're listening to this episode around the holiday times, I wish you a great holiday. And if you're listening to it later, I sprinkle some holiday joy into your day. 
and I wish you have a great day. And now out of Christmas, uh, Christmas presents hunting. Yeah. Hurry up. <laughs> Ciao. Have a nice one. Bye.